Good morning. I just wanted to indicate that um, there's a lot of imposition in our society through all the varieties of distraction and through this competition, there's also the government or governments and people who want to identify with power and to be like the government um, <clears throat> to shepherd your mind. They want to tell you what you should care about. And sometimes that's to the sacrifice of what you actually care about. They don't ask you what you care about. There's no conversation there between the editors of say like the Atlantic or the New York times. They don't ask you what you care about. They're telling you what you should care about. And that's not a conversation. That's a dictatorial regime. And the role of the, <clears throat> excuse me, the role of the press is not to dictate what you care about. The role of the press is to tell you what's going on. And then there's some editorial. That's really the traditional role of press. What we have now is a group of social media companies who are DOD investment portfolios and maybe even intelligence agency investment portfolios. And because they're investors, they're steering any kind of editorial um, counterweights. So it's beginning to feel like it's all editorial and no news. And that's the reason why, because there was a commercial shift from the traditional news model where they report on information and the money moved to a digital investment. So the digital investment class, <coughs> pardon me, they care about clicks and digital surveillance because that's how they make their money. They call all of the eyeballs. They, they draw you in. They want you to look at their things and they want to capture attention. Click, 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 clickbait. So, but when you stop following and you stop paying attention, they get completely neurotic because that is where their money comes from. And, you know, you, you are kind of lost in that. Like, you're a farm animal. Your role is to be consumed by people who are watching you. <clears throat> but you didn't really know that that's what's going on when you came in the room. You thought you were engaging with a platform to be social with others. That's what you thought the agreement was. But that's not the agreement. In the terms of service, the agreement is that they watch you for money. And in that watching role, they've gotten into a mindset that they're kind of like prison wardens of sorts, 
They get to tell you what to eat, where to go, who to talk to, how long to talk to them, and what you should care about. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry, I'm a little froggy this morning. So that's really not what we agree to in a free society. And this is, despite all the head fakes, it really is a free society. They, the people who are manufacturing this, this specter, this, this threat of misinformation, disinformation, malinformation, those are all priorities of the intelligence state. That's not your business. I just wrote a substack about this. The disinformation burden belongs to the intelligence state. They are the people, they are the architects of, of, you know, disinfo scaffolding and, and lies and that sort of thing. That's their business. That's what they do. It has nothing to do with you and it really shouldn't be touching you. And they shouldn't try to get you to schlep their disinfo business. But that's exactly what they've been doing. And in that, they're telling you, here is the criminal wrong thing. And, and I cannot believe that this is happening in America. But it is. Criminal, criminalized things that are wrong to think about, things that are wrong to entertain. And they change. And... It becomes like, okay, well, I think it's more important to have an authority over this rather than to believe what is true because <clears throat> I've been shuffled out of the, uh, the necessity to think on my own because if I think on my own, I won't get, I won't get attention from, from the great machine that is social media. They will take things away. <laughs> and the thing is, is that no, at no time in human history have we needed social media. There hasn't been a social media. There's been community and tribe and people getting out of their house and, and going to the market and, you know, greeting their neighbors and, and, and being with people. But the online world is a solitary, isolating, vehicle that kind of factory farms you this is a factory farming of you and they tell you what to care about <clears throat> and i'm just urging you to unsanction your mind you're not anyone's property you are a free person please Consider what you actually care about. Of all the things that are shoved in front of you today from the social media orifices, of all the things that they're, they're competing to get your eyeballs on, what do you actually care about? And then think about that. Meditate upon the things that you actually care about. Do I care about this? Ask the question. You know, somebody's lit over it. Do you really care about this? And if you don't, think about that for, for a second, two seconds. Like, well, I don't, I don't really care about this. Somebody tried to make me care about it and tell me that this is important. You know, some issues actually are important.
but a lot of them aren't. And a lot, and, and most of them have nothing to do with you. And so when you think about, cause it, it deprecates the things that you're, it just diffuses all the things that where you can be effective and what you actually care about. It takes away the energy to, uh, to apply to things that you actually care about. It fritters it off. And I have a, a single set of virtues that I need to apply and care about in my life. They are important to me. And if I allow, say, social distractions, the internet, a variety of, of push notices, la, 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 if I let those interfere with the things that are actually important, you know, the things I care about are going to start to lose. So actually not caring about many things is very important in, in a way. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of people running around who are overburdened for some reason. And it's because they're over-engaged, they're over-platformed. And that's a real word, to be over-platformed. You know, I, I, I think I can really only reasonably engage with, like, two or three platforms. And so far, the most healthful and proven platform today... Uh, this platform is good because I get to express myself in a, in a, in a meaningful way. And Substack is the same thing. Um, you know, I'm drawing people in to understand the things that I care about and I, I'm reaching for the things that I care about and, and pulling them off the shelves like books. But there is a point where it gets to be too much and I just, you know, hope that you'll notice. And, and take a moment to notice, like, I'm feeling overwhelmed. And is this something I actually care about? And if it's not, just let it fall away. You know, the information, you know, security police that are online, the disinfo police, the, the MDM people, you know, they're not in your house. They're not, they really don't have any rights to you. And if you happen to think something that runs contrary to their narrative, you know, you might press them a little bit and say, you know, if it traipses into the area where you actually care and test them and just ask them a question, if they can't handle the question and they can't handle a debate and they can't have, have any kind of proving argument, well, then you're, you're engaging with hard nosed kind of socialism. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. That's just what we're confronting today. There is a socialist style reorganizing of our intelligence agency class. They're trying to tell you what is law, not obey the law, not be accountable in any way, but police everything you do in a totalitarian way. And that's how it's broken out in the past. So I'm going to stick with that because I happen to know when they get into the disinformation game, this is not a public burden. It shouldn't be a volunteer corps of minders who tell you what to think. That is socialism. That is the struggle shaming Maoist regime 
knocking on your door and pouring ink on your head. And we don't do that in America. This is not for us. And we're not run by the intelligence agencies. They're supposed to be in a ring of people who are foreign policy directed outward from America, not internally. And the excuses they use are barely legal. So if, if they're confronted on issue of law, they're going to make a lot of excuses and they're going to rail at me and they're going to tell me, you know, there may be threats, but I don't know that they really stand up anywhere. They don't have any jurisdiction on the American people domestically. So I want you to think about that. There's a limit to government and they don't honor the case that they have been given. They're aggrandizing their sense of importance and then putting the burden on you to do things that aren't your job. All right. So I'm, I'm wrapped up here. Thank you for joining. Thank you for coming by Mary. I appreciate you a lot. Um, we will be broadcasting on Saturday and around 3 p.m. Uh, because uh, we're going to be moving things around for the summer a little bit. Uh, Gregor H. is not going to be joining us until July. And then, um, so that has been Unsanctioned Your Mind with the Unsanctioned Citizen. Have a wonderful day.